Welcome to the BG Podcast, conversations at the intersection of business, community, and public policy from the Austin metro and around Texas. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com slash podcast and on iTunes and Google Play. Hello, this is AJ Bingham. Welcome to the BG Podcast. Our guest today, or returning guest today, is James Hines, the Senior VP of Government Affairs and In-House Counsel for the Texas Association of Business. Welcome back to the show, James. Thank you, AJ. Happy to be here. All right. Well, we won't keep you too long because this is the first day of legislative session, the 86th legislative session, and I know your team is already down there uh, getting ready to get warmed up for a fun 140 days. That's right. Um, can you just real quick for those who didn't listen, weren't, uh, hadn't heard our last show, can summarize your, your role and what TAB uh, does for the state and who you represent? Sure. So, Tech Association of Business, uh, we're the voice of business in the state capitol and also in our court system uh, in Texas. And we are the state chamber, so we have a number of small businesses and large businesses uh, in our membership. Uh, we uh, primarily engage in advocacy with our leaders here in Austin at the Capitol and also the, the state agencies. Um, I have a team of, uh, of two managers of government affairs um, and a couple of other, other assistants who help out in that effort as far as representing uh, business uh, in Texas. Yeah, I should say too, the TAB's overall mission is just you, you support initiatives that encourage economic growth and oppose legislation that threatens the economy of the state. That is right. true. And, or Texas, our state. <laughs> I know the last time we spoke, uh, one of the, the biggest issues in the 85th session um, was, you know, the, the so-called bathroom bill. And we kind of talked that through. I know it's been talked about a lot just mm-hmm. in the media leading up to this session. And, um, you know, it seems that one's kind of been done and it's been quiet on that issue. What are things you're seeing as we get into this next session? What are the priorities y'all are looking at and predicting? And I know you, you have a wide sweeping range of priorities, about 14 broad buckets, but are there anything particular within those? There's one, I want to get to education because I know that's something that capital is going to be talking about. But what are y'all looking at from the business angle of things? So TAB, we're looking at uh, jobs bucket, uh, education, roads and water, and healthcare. And so those are the four broad buckets that we're going to focus on. Uh, within jobs, the number one issue um, that we'll be focused on will be uh, Chapter 312, which is relates to the property tax abatement uh, agreements that cities, uh, I'm sorry, that corporations enter into with cities and counties, uh, basically give them a you know five or ten year uh, break on their taxes, mm-hmm. uh, you know while they get their you know business either relocated from another state or add to the expansion of an existing business in Texas. So that is Chapter 312. It's been a very important economic tool in Texas as far as that leads to jobs and paychecks in local communities, and it has to be reauthorized every 10 years. So this is the session for that reauthorization. Okay. Um, it will be subject to a lot of uh, scrutiny. Um, How uh, so? The session. Uh, I think that there are entities that feel that um, maybe corporations do not need this type of uh tax break. Like so-called but, like corporate welfare. Uh, I would so say, some would say, someone, not me. Some, some would yeah, say. TAB wouldn't say, but there are those who would say that it, it is that, but that is not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at uh, the Texas miracle, so to speak, and that it is continuing now for, what, the 13th or 14th year. Well, Austin's um, got the Apple, I mean, well, the Central Central Texas, yeah. so it was in Williamson County, but mm-hmm. the Austin Metro just got uh, a new Apple campus expansion. Exactly. Yes, and if you look at a lot of these either expansions of existing business or new businesses coming to Texas, oftentimes they will have some sort of uh, 
tax agreement, you know, with a city mm -hmm. or a county uh, government. And so it's been a very important economic driver for Texas, and it is imperative that we reauthorize the, the statute. Mm -hmm. I want to take a step back and just say we're, at, we're in uh, recording this in your new office space, TAB yes. space, so I want to give you a good chance to brag about that because we have a great view of the Pink Dome just uh, east of us across the street and, you know, phenomenal space. I mean, so, what, you know, you moved in here about a day ago? Uh, we moved in, yeah, uh, uh, just a couple of days ago. Okay. And so we call this the Westview Campus. It's the Westview Building here at uh, 12th and Lavaca, and we're very excited to be um, in this space. Um, we now can just simply, you know, walk over a block and a half, and mm -hmm. we are uh, in the Capitol. So it is a, a great space, and um, we look forward to having our TAB members uh, come through. We will also bring uh, our legislative members and other state officials and staffers through this space. Mm -hmm. A great rooftop view as well. There's a great I've been told. View, yes. <laughs> yes. So I want to touch on um, one issue we talked about in our last, the last uh, record, last show was local control, right? And that's something that has been. I mean, that's a, that's a what local control mean. Or it's a broad bucket, which can tell a lot of different issues. But yeah. that is something that has been very much. Uh, I know in the minds of folks uh, representing cities, cities themselves, and elected mm -hmm. officials, and you know, and uh, you know, from everything from well, paid sick leave, I think will probably be the most pr uh, prominent um, kind of a front for that. But are y'all looking at those issues, or just broadly? I know there's been also been some talk of some omnibus local control uh, mm -hmm. bills, right? And so, where, just where do you foresee y'all standing on that? You know, I know I think the county association has their views on it, but where do sure so. In the courts, uh, we are in litigation with the city of Austin on the paid sick leave issue, and right now there is a temporary injunction mm -hmm. uh, on that particular law. Uh, yeah, we feel that um, there should not be overreach uh, by cities with regards to employer-provided benefits. Yeah. And so that includes things like paid sick leave. Um, it includes also, uh, you know, scheduling. There are other employment uh, components. Um, so as far as that employer-employee relationship, we think the employer knows best. Yes. So our members know best um, what they're able to provide to their employees, and we don't think, you know, cities should step in and tell them that they need to provide X, particularly for small businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, that's our primary concern. There are a number of small businesses in TAB, and, you know, for them to be told that you have to pay a certain minimum wage or you have to pay paid sick leave, when they may not be able to afford it, uh, and that's just not equitable. So uh, I think there will be legislation uh, on this issue. In fact, I think there's one bill that's already filed uh, with regard to paid sick leave, but I think that there may be a bill filed that's a little bit broader than that. Uh, so, uh, yes, that is a discussion that we're going to have with the, the legislature yeah. and, uh, as to what the limit should be with regards to the employer-employee relationship. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting point, too, about TAB's uh, representation. I think uh, people think of TAB, you know, from outside looking in, would think of bigger corporations and those kind of things. Recognizing it does represent small businesses. Yes. I know, at least with the issue with paid sick leave, you had uh, corporations that are, you know, part of your membership and that, you know, that are against some of these regulations as well. Right. Many or, of the large corporations already provide paid leave mm -hmm. uh, for their employees. And so uh, what we're talking about is a uh, regulation uh, that will hardest hit small businesses um, who, again, are basing, you know, their company budgets on, um, you know, their ability to, uh, you know, pay their, you know, employees, the benefits that they can provide for those employees. And so that's who it, it really hurts. Uh, and so 
we feel that, you know, that wasn't properly addressed as far as we felt there was kind of a rush with the the uh, city council ordinance, uh, mm. you know, here in Austin. And I think the discussions that we will have at the Capitol um, during this session, you know, will be better able to, uh, you know, flesh out, mm. you know, what the concerns are of small business. One more point, too, on the issue. It's not just TAB. You're a part of a coalition. So it wasn't TAB just on this by itself. There's Texas Public Policy Foundation. Uh, National Federation of Independent Businesses, Texas Chapter, right. another group. So it was a coalition of groups. But yes. TAB, you know, is a prominent group or name in that. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're probably over ten um, associations and, and coalitions um, who have concerns about uh, you know legislation at the local level that affects the employer-employee relationship. Mm. Do you uh, what scooter share? Do you think you see any bills coming out to kind of just get a handle on that? On a state level, the same way you had that kind of rideshare bills for Uber and Uber no, that's and a really interesting question. Um, you know, I think for now, my sense is the legislators are content to let the cities, you know, handle, mm-hmm. you know, the regulation of it. But if it reaches a point to where it starts to, you know, infringe, you know, on you know certain individual rights, then at that point, I think the legislature, you know, could step in and say, you know what, we're just going to have one. Uh, standard, you know, one regulation for the state. Um, I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen or heard of a bill regarding scooters, but I, I do see uh, where the issue may be headed. And I mm-hmm. think it depends on how each individual city handles, uh, you know, regulation of the scooters. Mm-hmm. Um, predictions on just the House and Senate, House and Senate interaction. We have a, a brand, we should have a brand new speaker come being uh, voted in today. Yes, uh, Speaker Bonin, mm-hmm. elect, elect Bonin. Um, um, and returning Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, and just even though same same party Republican Party, just you know to, to the degree you're comfortable saying, just what do you think how the House will interact with the with the Senate and vice versa? Given I think layered top of that in both chambers, you saw still definitely you know Republican Republican controlled, but um, Democrats gained some significant seats. Yeah, uh, more more from the House relative to the Senate, but they gained some seats and. There are also some elections for returning uh, incumbent uh, GOP members that were narrow, closer victories than bef- narrow victories than before. And do you yeah. think they'll have influence in, t- relation, in relation to TAB's issues? I mean, how do you how do you view that? I mean, yeah. So first, you know, I like to I guess compliment the the House and Senate leaders. Um, you know, Speaker Bonin, soon to be Speaker Bonin, uh, Lieutenant Governor Patrick, for setting the tone um, as far as the top issues being, you know, school finance and, and uh, property tax reform. So, and then also the governor has been involved in setting that tone as well. So I think that there is agreement among, you know, those three leaders. Uh, you know, these are the two most important issues uh, in Texas. And I think that uh, they sense there's an urgency uh, to get it right in the session and that they will work together to try, you know, to get, you know, those two issues right. I think the House and Senate will have some policy differences they always have mm. uh, they will have a, a they will have different budgets um, you know one may want to spend more money than the other they will have significant policy differences maybe on issues like uh, education um, as far as what the priorities you know which should, I want to get be, to that issue yeah it <laughs> should be within education so um, there will be you know at the beginning of the session and you know the first 60 days I you know I think the interaction will be pretty cordial and mm. you know they'll have you know a lot of discussions and things will heat up in April and May as they always do and I think then we'll start to see some of the policy differences on some of the the key uh, issues that I've mentioned but I think the top two issues 
as far as school finance and property tax reform, I think that there um, is a lot of agreement that we have to we have to fix the, mm-hmm. these two things. And so I think you'll see them working together on those issues, and then the other issues, you know, they will take their traditional uh, differences of opinion on mm-hmm. whether it's you know water, um, transportation, infrastructure healthcare, you'll see policy differences. Yeah, I guess before even that, right, it's just seeing how these committees shake out, who, you know, chairmans, vice chairmen, right. persons, um, and then the makeup of those two, there's going to be some shakeups, I'm sure, in the, in the House and yep. a few, you know, a few shifts, at least in the chair side in the Senate. Um, so come back to school finance, because that's an issue that definitely affects uh, city, city of Austin, Austin Independent School District. Where do you see TAB, you know, pulling back, because we're very early in the year on that, mm-hmm. but there's, there's a consensus that something needs to be done and there's going to be some actions over there. I know that's a priority for y'all's education, how it relates mm-hmm. to workforce, but also as much as balancing the issues related to taxation with your members too, depending on how bills shake out, where, where the, the, the capital legislature looks for funding sources to try to get us back, you know, get the state back on track with you know, school funding, yep. right? And that, so that's, I mean, I, I would presume TAB, you know, it's a, it's a balance, right? Create, you know, obviously wanting to fund education, but how that's implemented in the right way to reflect, you know, to so that your members aren't taxed out of business either, or create make sure that the state maintains a solid um, you know, business environment. The states mm-hmm. or that companies want to move here for um, is maintained. So just how do you I mean predictions on how you know what any bills how, how are y'all filtering that? Yeah. So uh, so school finance. Um, we are in agreement that we have an uh, you know outdated school finance system. Uh, the formulas are outdated, um, so <clears throat> we need to reform the system. Uh, we're in agreement with um, many business groups in Texas that we need to uh, have more money for uh, public education. So um, we have been meeting with various uh, stakeholder groups, education groups. Um, there are some business coalitions that have been meeting that we have met with. And we have uh, many areas of uh, common interest with those groups, like for instance, uh, with many of the groups, they want to make sure that uh, we spend more money in education, but that there's an emphasis on spending in uh, pre-K through third grade, so the early childhood years. Mm-hmm. We're in total agreement with that, that there needs to be a focus on that because all the studies show that those are the most critical years um, for the education uh, of a child. And so we're in agreement that there should be a concentration <coughs> there of funds. Second thing that we have common agreement with is that uh, there should be more money for teachers. And uh, a couple of the business groups have looked at what has happened with the Dallas Independent School District where that they've had a, a pretty you know, innovative uh, incentive program for teachers that has resulted in more pay for teachers. And primarily what they've done is they've taken some of the best teachers and placed them in some of the uh, low, most low-performing school uh, within the school district and those schools, their test scores have risen dramatically mm-hmm. uh, because of that. So that's a program that's you know worth having a discussion about during the session and probably mimicking um, in some respect. Um, I would say the third thing that we agree with with some of the groups is that uh, special education um, has been somewhat shortchanged, and there have been um, some um, exposés, some articles talking about what has happened, <coughs> you know, with regards to special education and how it was viewed and worked with at TEA. And so we definitely need to shore that up as well as Mm -hmm. providing uh, more funding for that. So we're in favor, uh, we're in alignment with the groups that are saying more money. How do we get there? That's the tricky part, the details and the details. And so Comptroller Hager came out yesterday 
his budget revenue estimate, and you know, based on that number, uh, you know, just over 119, you know, billion, and based on the amount in the rainy day fund, looks like we have the money. It's about 15, uh, that, 15 billion. That 15 then... billion. So looking at those two things, looks like we will have money in the session to be able to put more money into education. It'll take reworking the formulas. It'll take um, you know having certain incentive programs. Uh, setting certain priorities on how the money will be spent. And so they're going to do that, you know, in the next mm -hmm. 140, 140 days. days. Yeah. Yeah. They will do that. Now, if they do that and they decide the budget's not enough, that we need additional money, and then I think they will look to, you know, different sources, mm -hmm. one being the rainy day fund. Now, the rainy day fund is not a sustainable source, but maybe it could be used for, you know. A bridge? Uh, maybe it could be used for, you know, as a, yeah, as a bridge or as a, short-term uh, solution to help with funding, you know, maybe special education. It could give a special boost to special education out of the, the rainy day fund. Um, outside of that, then they have to look to other, you know, revenue sources. And so the, um, so the Texas Commission on School Finance looked at uh, several, you know, revenue sources. They did not make a final recommendation. Um, that is something that I think will be discussed, you know, at the uh, Capitol. If they decide that, again, they need to go, uh, you know, outside the budget to find, you know, additional uh, funding for education. And so um, a number of those items that were listed will, will be discussed as far as whether it's, um, you know, some sort of exemption that maybe should go away. Um, I, I don't see... Uh, strong support for like a, a new tax, uh, so to speak, you know, mm -hmm. dedicated to education. Um, but there are a number of sources that they will uh, look at, I believe, if they decide they have to go outside the budget. Again, there's some folks at the Capitol who believe that we have enough money in the budget and the rainy day fund that we can solve this particular problem as far as putting more money into education. So I think that's the first option that the leadership will consider during the session. All right. Well, James, thank you for your time. It's going to be an interesting 140 days, and uh, I definitely love to get you back on midway through to yes. see how things are going. Uh, predictions on uh, any uh, special sessions, maybe, or you think it'll be a clear not now, but you know, closer to then. And uh, other than that, though, wish you wish you luck, you and your team luck, and right. we'll uh, let you get back to the Capitol and have a great swearing-in day. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you for listening to today's BG podcast. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com podcast and iTunes and Google Play. Subscribe to stay current on future posts.